The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Walking around, coming to the sound, forget your down. is your vibration right now could it be higher there are so many factors affecting your vibrational energy the outside the words of others our own self-doubts it's time to raise your vibration and increase awareness you've entered the awareness marketplace with your guide and host michael daly life throws us a lot of curveballs but we can face them and keep moving forward Today's show will include your participation and some amazing guests. Now, here's Michael Daly. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our Midsummer's Day edition of the Awareness Marketplace. And, um, we're, you know, this show has been about setting a higher vibration. And I was asked during the week by somebody, what exactly does it mean to set a higher vibration? Well, for me, it's a higher vibration in our lives, in our daily lives, is actually feeling really good about our lives, being happy, being positive, being healthy. Um, as we put ourselves through some tests sometimes which come up, and actually when we dig a little deeper, we often find our self-imposed spiritual tests that we are actually uh, working on um, and not taking them all too seriously. Today we're going to look at another example of uh, an everyday event which can help us uh, keep this uh, path and keep it really bright and shiny. Uh, today we're going to look at food. And uh, no, it's not a nutritional channel you're on. This is the awareness mar- marketplace. But we're going to look at um, what part uh, of our spiritual path food can actually play, how it can help us along in our spiritual path. Um, our special guest today is uh, a lady called Jing Ali. Jing Lu, and Jing is a mindfulness teacher and a medical nutritionist, a counselor, an energy reader who helps people to locate the root causes of nutritional imbalances and find the smallest modification in their current lifestyle for the most improvement in our health. She also follows up her sessions with an intuitive energy healing session that provides insight and healing to overcome various levels of unconscious barriers that keep us from making healthy choices for our well-being, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm great to, I'm great to have her along this morning. Very very privileged to have her. And Jing, good morning, Jing. And are you out there? Good morning, Mike. Yes, great. I remember. I'm so happy you're here. Um, as I was telling you before the show, because the last time you were on, we, we had some problems with uh, with the computer, and we did it uh, through the phone. And um, you know, I just was was having a mindful experience this week. Um, leading up to the show, I was I was you know having some problems with digestion and food and all that. So I know we're actually in a very good place because we must be getting some really great uh, issues on the show this morning for that to happen. So first of all, can you go ahead and tell us what you what's your definition of of mindful eating? I know you teach mindfulness, and how do you how would you describe mindful eating to people who are listening today? 
Mm. Yeah, thanks. Uh, for me, um, mindful eating is really to uh, find ways to nourish our own body in our own spiritual truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and through my experience, I find this is not easy to do. Um, so maybe before we go on, I know we talk about this, about finding us, uh, centering ourselves before we continue on the topic. Excellent. Let's, let's go ahead yes. and uh, mindfully center ourselves. You want to go ahead and lead it and uh, we can go ahead and set the intention for today's show. Yes. Okay. So um, let us sit comfortably. And you may have your eyes closed or open, uh, however you feel comfortable. And intuitively, just say hello to yourself using your full name. And allow every single cell of your body from head to toe and all the spaces in between from top to bottom to have full permission to relax and release all that is not needed in your space right now. And notice how your body is settling in, in the, into your seat. And notice how your feet is settling or touching, being connected to the ground. Notice your breathing. Okay. May our communication on mindful eating today help us gain awareness, validation, and certainty in nourishing ourselves in our own truth. Thank you very much um, for doing that at the beginning of the show. I know uh, we have scheduled for you today at the end of the show to teach people how to set the intention for mindful eating before they actually would eat a meal. And we're going to do that later on. We'll end the show that way. So mindful eating is, would you describe it as being in that grounded, relaxed state uh, before we actually go ahead and eat? Uh, Not necessarily, because we can't always control the environment. (laughs) We can... We can only change what's inside us. So you can do mindful eating anywhere you eat. It can be, you know, just having lunch in the park or eating with uh, friends or family in a busy restaurant um, or, um, or, yes, in a quiet space in the office. But as we know, the office is not necessarily quiet with all the computer, laptop, phone, everything around us. Um, so, so it doesn't matter where you are, you can always begin to quieting your mind and allow your body to relax and have a mindful eating experience. 
Right, and, and and that's that's great. You mentioned that, Ming Jing, because the um, you you look at our lives, how we live them today. And I know my own life. Um, you know, I've got a very short lunch break. Uh, usually, grab dash, and so this is a kind of reminder that before we, even if we are in that grab dash routine, that we can actually uh, do this. Um, so, so what do you advise to people who have a very busy lifestyle? Say they find themselves eating in their car. Say they find themselves eating, you know, um, right before they go into a meeting or, or where something's happening because they just don't have time in a day. What's your advice as regards to them? them to quickly set an intention to the energy of the food before they put it in their mouth. Mm-hmm. So whether the time uh, that's available for one bite or two bites or finishing the whole meal, the intention is set and your body and mind is will do the work as you know, with your intention. Right. So, and, yeah. I was going to say, so, so, you know, I, I just noticed myself um, a few nights ago, I was out in a restaurant and I saw so many people eating with their cell phone in hand and, you know, texting, eating, um, <laughs> uh, watching, you know, everything, email, God knows what we're doing on our cell phones, our wonderful little devices as we're eating. What's your advice to that? How, w- would you say that uh, texting and eating is a distraction or um, how, what do you advise people to do as regards the potential of not looking at their cell phones while they're eating? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is a learning experience. For mm-hmm. most adults, um, multitasking is hard to be mindful. Mm-hmm. However, I have seen monks to be meditating while they're carrying a perfect conversation with a room of, you know, mm-hmm. a room mm-hmm. of full of people. Right. Now, in the younger generation, I see the vibration is so high, they can multitask and still be able to know where they are. Um, but most of us, I would say, is with it, our attention is scattered, and most of us, most of the time, it's very easy to go into unconscious eating. So I would suggest most of us to knowing what we what where we are at is to turn off the phones, uh, create a um, create a quiet environment before we eat. Right, and I understand how to do. I eat lots of my breakfast in the car on the way to work as well. <laughs> You're admitting this live on the air? <laughs> yes, I am. I mean, you know, there's no, no I, secrets, right? And, and so I mean, does this radio know. host. <laughs> but, however, before I, like I said, before I start my engine, I set my intention, I center myself before I turn on the engine and go on the road. 
Right. Uh, as I'm as I am eating each bite, I do notice how my teeth and tongue and and uh, my mouth are moving. My body's receiving this food while I watch the road. So I do what I can, but I do say practice makes it easier. And right. and I am just as much a student as a teacher myself. <laughs> as we are all learning. <laughs> um, exactly. But that's what it is. We all can do it. Just needs uh, the willingness to do to practice it. That's it. It's not rocket science. We all can learn it. Right, and you you bring up a great point because it's it's also about I see as you're talking about non judgmental on ourselves. Sometimes you know we we're we're doing stuff. We eat you know we eat a lump of cheesecake. Uh, we eat you know way too much cheesecake, and then we we judge ourselves. And that actually even puts a you know a, a worse energy on the situation is that you judge yourself. Oh my God, I ate too much, and I think I don't yeah. think that actually helps either. Right. Right. Yes. That is why validation is a benefit of uh, mindful eating. As right. eating mindfully, you do feel the validation of whatever choice you make because you're making it consciously. And, and you will know how to... Um, and interestingly, just when you mentioned cheesecake, years ago, oh my God, cheesecake was one of my weaknesses. Oh, love. <laughs> um, but then over time, I just feel like I don't have those cravings anymore because the reason I crave for cheesecake was no longer there. Mm-hmm. I have less and less attachment to any food, but yet I, pre- I appreciate everything I eat a lot more. Right. And you just bring this up to a break on this, Jing. You give us a perfect end of the segment because when we come back, um, we're going to be looking at um, looking at cravings for food and actually breaking some generational eating patterns that maybe have been established for a long time uh, with us, maybe through our families uh, and birth. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Sometimes in the busyness of daily living, we can forget who we truly are as spiritual beings with intent and purpose fueling our goals and dreams. Remembering begins with navigating belief structures, family or cultural expectations and history so we can find our way. Listen in to Timeshare with host Marie Jackson. Marie and her regular contributors discuss life's questions, challenges, obstacles, and rewards, all bringing us to the spirit of who we are. Timeshare with Marie Jackson can be heard live every Thursday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave. Sit back, relax, breathe. Reconnect to the still, small voice within. Take the time to make a weekly visit to the Sounds of the Heart with host Sandy Goldstone. This unique program will help you cultivate and strengthen your heart's connection and feel love, beauty, and joy. You don't need to fear or suffer. Heed the call. Say yes 
to Living from the Heart's Truth. Tune in live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Join the evolving consciousness of humanity. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are tuned in to the Awareness Marketplace. To reach Michael Daly or today's guest, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to awarenessmarketplace at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. And good morning and welcome back to the Awareness Marketplace, uh, where my special guest today is Jing Lee. And um, we were talking before the, the break, Jing, about the um, eating on the go and eating quickly and, you know, not even um, knowing sometimes what we're eating. Um, can you talk a little bit about uh, the benefits of being in a relaxed state uh, while we eat so so what you see I know you're a nutritionist um, um, by profession so can you what can you see as the uh, nutritional value of for the body in eating in a uh, grounded relaxed state uh, yes for the I guess over 15 years of being patient on various age and also diff- they people could be coming in to see me for various diagnoses. There could be diabetes, there could be hypertension or kidney failure or you name it. And a lot of those patients would have one thing in common, which is digestive issues. And notice that they are not referred to me for those conditions. But they all have that in common. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are educated. They, they learn, they read all kinds of educational information out there. They try different diets. And so why is it not helping? Over the right. years, I learned the, the missing piece is the mindful part. If they don't, if they're lacking to pay attention to what their body needs. It's not that they, they don't have healthy food at home, but when to eat what is the missing piece. And I learned through mindful eating when patients pay attention to their body and, come and, re- and take action on the communication they get, they improve so much faster, whether it's diabetes or weight management or any form of digestive issue. It just works. <laughs> mm-hmm. They come back and tell me, and that's it. It's that simple. Right. And, the, and the, I, what? Sorry, go ahead. But there's no a set diet or no set formula. It requires each person to 
um, pay attention to their body and accept the communication they get and do their best to um, to nourish themselves. Right. And trust and trust themselves. <laughs> Trust themselves, yeah. and, and and it's it's great you you talk about that because I, I I notice um, when a person is is hungry, um, you know we're often operating off just an instinct, um, uh, sort of a first chakra basis where it's just you know it's a case of getting something in there and not being mindful of what it is. Mhm, mhm, yeah, um, is okay. There are just many factors that are affecting our appetite um, and what we can and what we perceive as delicious. Um, as you know, like a lot of processed food nowadays, a lot of chemicals are added to it to make it appealing and might appear to be delicious. But really, it's manipulating our uh, receptions, you know, and affecting our communication with our own body. Right. Uh, an example is that um, I teach a mindfulness class uh, in my elementary school. And over the years, I had some ADHD kids in the class. And some of them are taking medications. And they would always come in with a box juice. That is, um, but once they get that juice into their body, that sugar kicks in, I lose connection with them. So as soon as I stop them from, I say, no sugar, because I provide them snack. Um, And they eat fruits and vegetables and water. No No sugar, no juice. Uh, no candy. And in a 10 weeks time, a child that could not carry a conversation for longer than five seconds is able to interact with other kids in the class. Like, um, like you, I, you can't tell them apart which one has ADHD or which one doesn't. Right. They're just part right. of the class. Right, because they're closer to their bodies. They're actually in their bodies and not being ejected by all the, 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 the chemicals and sugars that you talk about. And, you know, it's very interesting as adults. We, we can point, I'm a teacher, I point a finger at, at students. But, you know, when I'm with a group of teachers and we eat, I notice how less productive I am if I've had lots of dessert <laughs> and it comes mm-hmm. rolled around to one o'clock. I feel like a little afternoon snooze. And... Mm-hmm. Um, as regards, you know, get, being productive. So maybe something that we can look at ourselves in our own daily lives as to how productive we are um, after we've eaten certain foods. Oh yeah, I, and I have. <laughs> you uh, have. That's why I med I meditate. Uh, I am lucky to have one hour of lunch time. Mm-hmm. So some days I um, I always just spend the first half hour having lunch and the second hour either I met either sit down meditate I or I do some mindful walking great and in the afternoon I will um, 
in the afternoon, I will continue to work and without the cravings for sugar. Okay. Um, but I might get hungry, so I get some nuts and stuff. But when I look at my coworkers, um, or some other pe- or some, or when I hear from my friends and and stuff, they always drawn to um, sugar, like coffee or snacks or whatever. Um, and then they will feel so tired after work. I often hear that they have to slap themselves awake to keep themselves awake <laughs> driving home. Yes. It's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, ha- but then having that, um, being centered, which is our ability to, to uh, make choices that, that truly nourish the body to what it needs, it just increases. Um, but of course, there are times that I would be drawn to sugar too, you know, when my period kicks in, just, you know, <laughs> uh, I just ride with it, right? Right. But, most of the, but even that, I'm being mindful. Like, I know, oh, okay, I want this now, and it's because ABC is not just like, oh, I got to have this and, you know, and, 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 and I'm gone with it. No, I select it to serve me in, for certain purpose. And after mm-hmm. that, then I, yeah, it's that. It's the, it's the connection with self. And, it doesn't, and with that connection, it doesn't matter what you eat. Your body will process it the way it needs to process. So in a way that... You like you have the seniority over the food. The food does not control you. So that's that very interesting. The, yeah, that's very interesting, yeah. Jing. Because I, 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 you know, I, what I seen, I've done studies on this myself, my own personal life, and you can be eating really healthy food, but it, for me, it's the way you put it, it's the vibration you put it into your body. If you're doing it in a really rushed um, if you're stressed out every day, just eating like that, the food doesn't um, digest and do your body very well. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. Oh, right. Um, okay. My patients teach me a lot. So I, uh, I would have kids coming in that they are underweight. Um, but then the according to how much food they eat. It's amazing how much they eat, but they're underweight. So mm-hmm. I would ask the parents that, oh, how do, they, how do they eat? And the parents always say, oh, they're so, uh, some of the parents say, oh, they're so skinny. Uh, I have to turn on the TV. So when they're watching TV, I just keep shuffling food into their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so the kid is not having, it's not connected to the food while they're eating it. Right. So the body doesn't absorb it. The right. Body doesn't, the mind and body does not know that food is actually going in the body. Right. Although the automatic system is digesting it, it's pooping it out. Right. But it's not being right. absorbed. Mm-hmm. And, and then yeah. when you look at it um, on the other side, flip the coin a little bit and look at um, what's the positive effects of having gratitude before, during, and after, and being grateful for the food that you eat, kind of taking your time. Just kind of look at the, 
the difference uh, when you have that um, vibration? Well, what do you see in that, being grateful? Uh, being grateful, that part uh, gives us tr- tremendous satisfaction from the food we eat. Um, for, okay, one example that's coming up to, in my mind is that when uh, many years ago when I, um, when I was dating, and I, at the time, uh, I didn't know this guy very well, but then I enjoy eating noodles because when I eat my noodle, I put a little bit of noodle in the spoon and I would put a little bit of vegetable and a little bit of meat and, and this, this spoon is just a mouthful. But once I eat it, I feel like this is like a, I will get a satisfaction from it as if I've been, as if I have eaten like, you know, I mean, I would just feel so happy. I would enjoy all the taste, all the texture. Uh, I would see colors, you know, like, and this is before my meditation (laughs) uh, classes too. And, And I just still enjoy it so much because I appreciate every single piece of food that goes into that spoon. And that's, now when I reflect on it, that's appreciation. Right. Um, well, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. say thank you for that because you, you are amazing. You just lead seg- segments out so well because we're coming to the end of this segment. And when we come back, we're going to talk about um, what you started talking about there is your consciousness, levels of consciousness that you gain when you uh, mindfully eat. Uh, this is Mike Daly on the Awareness Marketplace. And my guest today is Jing Li, and we'll talk to you after the break. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Divine Masters and Angels of Love and Light are here to assist you on your life's journey. Brigitte Boyer channels St. Germain and other Masters and Angels every week on the power of transformation, pathway to enlightenment. Each transformation can be frightening and uncomfortable, but it doesn't have to be done alone. Receive loving support to help you remain balanced and at peace. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Spoiler alert, a space of being may cause spontaneous laughter, extra money, ease, joy, magic showing up in your life, and outrageously orgasmic moments. Join Grace Hart live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel, where she combines her psychic abilities and the tools of access consciousness to assist you to create a totally different reality and transform your personal and professional life, including relationships and finance. I wonder what magical possibilities await you at a space of being. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are tuned in to the Awareness Marketplace. To reach Michael Daly or today's guest, please call into our program at 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to awarenessmarketplace at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. 
So good afternoon and this is Mike Daly on the Orange Marketplace and today we're talking about mindful eating with my special guest Jing Lu and um, if anybody just didn't catch the beginning of the show and you're just listening right now, um, I don't want you thinking that we're perfect because as we both established at the beginning of the show, there are times where um, I eat in the car and Jing Li eats in the car, we break the rules, I, I eat cheesecake, I, uh, so we're not perfect. But what we're talking about today is the process of being aware uh, when of how we feel and how we deal with food and being mindful eaters. And uh, Jing, I know you have a, a website and some details. Can If someone wants to get in touch with you, I know you do amazing um uh, counseling sessions and also you do readings on people um do you operate via skype or do you do just uh room-to-room readings um i yeah i offer sessions through the phone and skype or even zoom and then your website uh, is is called is uh www uh nrgworks.com so that's n-u-t-r-i n-r-g w-o-r-k-s dot com okay great and before the break we were talking we're going to talk in a few moments just about um, as you do become grateful and um, kind of mindful as an eater you do reach different levels of awareness and uh, we're going to get to those in a few moments but i'd like to first of all um, address this question which i've had Um, i noticed um, sometimes uh, i'm programmed to kind of eat everything on my plate (laughs) or I'm, i'm programmed and this could be from you know from growing up it could be from the fact that um as a teacher uh we only have very small amount of time and we've no more time for the rest of the day. So you have to eat really quickly. Um, what do you say to someone who is, um, has a generational kind of programming on how they think on how they eat? Um, that means something that they've been doing for a long time. And then as we age, our bodies respond a little differently than when mine was 18 years of age, where I basically could eat what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So before I get to that, I want to acknowledge that remember what each generation went through. Um, So the seniors' generation, they went through a time that there was a huge lack of food. So a lot of them were hungry for some time and didn't have food. Now the mid-age population, many of us growing up with a limited amount of food. So if we don't eat at mealtime, that was it, right? right. Um, and now the younger generations are bombarded with food choices. Mm. So they need to be able to be healthy. They need to learn how to be selective. Now where we are, yes, the older generation do program us to eat, eat while the food is there, eat all we can, and do not waste any food. Um, that's where the mindfulness uh, is beneficial because it can help us to stay in present time. Uh, yes, we are programmed since young, but if we at, if we our mind is in present time, we will know this food is not going anywhere. Now we have abundance of food, and our body 
is no longer uh, using as much calorie as years ago, then as we eat, we will uh, notice when when our body is have gone enough food, then there's no need to continue eating. So when we are um, being mindful, the type of programming doesn't affect us so much. And do you notice that on certain people who uh, are your clients, um, do you notice that they have um, eating patterns that have pretty much cravings or, or eating patterns that have stayed the same since they were um, young or to maintain those patterns a long time? Oh, yes. Um, I have a lot of patients who are, um, who are overweight, who are moms, and would say they don't, they, they would gain weight even just by drinking water. And scientifically, I know that's not true, mm-hmm. but, but I want to know the roots of their perception. So it turns out is that they usually cook a lot of food, so make sure everybody have enough to eat. And on the dinner dining table, there are oftentimes pe- the, a lot of food are not eaten, and they run the table not wasting any food, so they will finish up all the food that's left on the table. Now, when they eat, when they do that, they're not, their perception is they're not eating for themselves. They're just not wasting food. Right. right. So, in their mind, they never nourish themselves. They hadn't eaten anything, right? Mm-hmm. They, that's, that's right. They don't know why the weight keeps gaining because they hadn't eaten anything. Right. But, but <laughs> they have eaten physically. Mentally, right. they have not eaten. Physically, they have overeaten. And that, that, so, and that goes back to the point where you made earlier on about us, you know, craving, you know, sometimes you can eat and you go, I'm still hungry because you haven't really been present <laughs> while you're eating. <laughs> so so you right. want, you'll eat more, you'll overeat, um, you'll see this at buffets. And um, I've been, again, I've played a game myself where I really overeat at a buffet and I think we all probably have. And then you realize afterwards, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that really wasn't a very good idea. <laughs> yes, we all been through that. <laughs> yes, uh, we are learning. Do it again. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'd like you to talk um, a little bit about what you notice of the levels of consciousness gained um, by mindful eating, um, because I know uh, you yourself, as one who's practicing mindful eating for quite a while, um, you sometimes ha- get levels of spiritual awareness and consciousness. Um, so can you talk about the first level that you would notice? Uh, yes. And that ha- that's exactly how we behave in the buffet situation, like you mentioned. <laughs> so the first level is on the physical form, right? Or when the food looks good or when it looks fresh, then, um, then we are drawn to it. Um, so that's, you know, that, and then if we notice our body's reaction to it is to eat a lot of it, right? So that's the initial level is 
is noticing the physical form of the food, and we are attracted to it, and our appetite increased because that was the intention of the of the person who designed the food, or or the the intention of the parents of the food, and we react to it, and right. we eat. So we're, we're we're acting on our emotions more than our needs. Yeah, so at this level, the food is controlling us. The food is controlling us. The food has the seniority over us. Right. And most food companies and advertisement uh, agencies out there really know how to do this. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, and, and then what's the second level of consciousness that you notice um, with... Uh, now, there might be a lot more levels, but we're just talking, we're talking about you know, yeah, only several ones that, that we're going to focus on today. Right, right. So the second level uh, may, could be the feeling from the food. Um, there's a, the movie from 1992, Like Water for Chocolate, described it very well. What so that's like when, what's happening, so the person or the people who cook the food, uh, how they're feeling during the preparation cooking process transfers to the food. Um, nowadays, in most kitchens, like we see a lot of, from the cooking competition, blah, blah, right? They all hurry, hurry, hurry. Mm-hmm. So the, most kitchens, most cooks in the kitchen are rushing to get the meal out. Yes, they are. You know, timing, timing, right? <laughs> so the fact, the effect of that for the people that's eating the food is to eat fast, right? Because right. the, the speed is set. <laughs> right, right. So we're, we're, matching, we're matching the energy of how the food is being prepared and we're just kind of yes. cramming it in because that's the level that it's, we're matching the vibration. Right. Correct. Yes. Okay. And and that's not all restaurants. I have eaten in some restaurants that I just feel the calmness from the food. Right. And right. so yeah. But that's rare. That's, <laughs> I have to yeah. to, I have to find them and make you know, make time to go to it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what's what's and, the other level then that you were um, telling me earlier about? Um, the other level three that you notice on, then, on food then, awareness? Okay, so a deeper level would be you actually go beyond the kitchen and you get to the feelings of the food source or the ingredients. So, for example, if um, I have experienced eating a uh, piece of chicken and I actually sense the fear of the chicken when it was, you know, facing the time for it to become food. Mm-hmm. So then my reaction to that, and I suddenly feel that. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. So, you, so you, you're yeah. saying that we take that for those vibrations of how the food has been um, processed, uh, we take that in, in our bodies? Now, depends on, like, when I eat chips or when I eat highly processed food, I just feel frustration. Mm-hmm. 
I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel like feeling, you know, like animals are feeling. But the highly processed food, there is no feeling. Or when I eat fresh and vegetable, uh, fresh food and vegetables, I feel like the the sunshine from the fields, you know, the uh, from the sun, you know. So there are different vibration that comes through the food. Um, so, th- yeah. So there's, um, yeah. So you, so this level, you kind of go beyond the the human uh, contribution to the food, but directly go into the experience of the food source and the yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Um, we're coming up to another break right now. And when we come back, um, we're going to talk a little bit more. And then we're going to end the show today by you giving us a simple, it's it's around about lunchtime. I know that's where I'm, I'll be going soon. Um, so you give us a simple uh, meditation on how to ground uh, before we eat our food. This is Mike Daly on the Awareness Marketplace. And we look forward to hearing from you after the break. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. The divine lives within every one of us. Some people just need help unlocking it. Once you understand your own shadow self, you can begin to take steps to say goodbye to remorse, guilt, and shame. Then, own up to living your life with great delight. Listen for Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting with host Jim Stacy. For 15 years, Jim has studied the Aramaic language, the non-religious language of Yeshua. And through that language, you can learn how to choose the life you want to live and live above smallness and the victim. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on 7th Wave. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane, right here on the 7th Wave Network. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are tuned in to the Awareness Marketplace. To reach Michael Daly or today's guest, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to awarenessmarketplace at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back to the uh, final segment of the Awareness Marketplace today where we're talking about mindful eating with our special guest, Jing Lu. And um, you wanted to talk about another level of consciousness, Jing, that um, you can experience uh, as you get more aware of what you actually are eating. And what was that? Yes. um, My focus is always on health. So when people eat something and they feel... I, uh, uncomfortable or they feel sick or they 
don't feel well. Um, <clears throat> when they're being mindful, then they could possibly locate where the discomfort is coming from. Mm-hmm. And it's not always from the stomach. It could be other places in your, in your digestive system. Uh, for example, uh, there could be, I have a patient, she um, ate uh, a piece of food that she normally eats, uh, but then she felt, you know, small intestine area is very painful. And she went to the doctor, checked it out, nothing is wrong, but she's feeling the pain. Took pain medication, did not work, pain. So as we look into it, it's actually the it's energy. The energy from her, this is deeper level. Um, so the cause of her reaction was actually her mom's fear on survival hmm. in that area of her intestines, her small intestines. And after she released that energy, the pain went away. Right. Um, yeah. So our bodies do are very uh, sensitive reactors to um, to food, as you were, as you were saying earlier. Um, before we get into the meditation, um, I'd just like you to um, talk about anything else you'd like to mention. I know you work with children, and um, many uh, people listening today will have children. What do you say uh, to parents who who have hungry children and they just want to eat and they want to eat? sometimes not the best of stuff. What would you say to someone um, like that? Um, I would ask the parents to first relax and uh, know that, you know, you are providing to a child with love. So there's no guilt. If you feel any guilty uh, feeling, that is not yours. That is someone else's energy in your space. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, in terms of feeding, the adult responsibility has the limit because ultimately it's a child's life. They have the seniority over it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as adults, we provide a healthy, healthy meal choices. Uh, a safe place for the child to eat, and a good a uh, good schedule, and that's it. We're done. Right. And the rest and the rest of it allows the child to choose whether um, the child wants to eat the food or not, or how much to eat, because their body is changing. So. If a child loves to love uh, one one food uh, one day and the next day they don't want to touch it anymore, it's perfectly normal and it's okay. So I just want to throw it up. Um, and this concept is um, established by Aileen Satters and it's called the Division of Responsibility in Feeding. And she has a website. So. If you want to read on it, it's a great tool. Uh, but in terms, when you do that, you are validating your child's um, ability to trust in themselves and to explore on what, what it is their body needs. And at the same time, you're also validating yourself. Right. For, your, 
So, um, yes, that's what I would like to pass it on. Because <laughs> it worked super well for me. Excellent. <laughs> and my patients. <laughs> Yeah, you know, unfortunately, we're closing uh, in the end of the show today. So, uh, as I promised at the beginning of the show, it's coming up to lunchtime for many of us. Can you give us a simple, um, I guess it's going to be like a three-minute meditation or four-minute meditation on how to eat, uh, how to ground before eating that we could do on a daily life? And since it is only three minutes, I I guess it is going to be very uh, realistic, so to speak, for many of our lives. Okay. All right. So go ahead and um, relax, say hello to yourself again, and notice, you know, your feet and the ground. Take a deep breath, and notice your lips, your teeth, your gums, your tongue, your jaws, your throat your esophagus and just thank them and allow them to relax and release whatever they're ready to release. And next, you say hello to your digestive system absorption system and elimination system and give them full permission to relax and release and just be an observer and let whatever you notice or not to come and go at ease and set an intention May this eating experience nourish me in my truth. I thank the mineral kingdom, the plant kingdom, the animal kingdom, and the human kingdom in this journey. Then just imagine a golden sun above your head containing all the strength and energy you need and just bring it down to your space. Have every single cell of your body just fill up and all the spaces that you release energy fill up. And when you're done, you're ready. All right, thank you so much. That was a Wonderful way to, uh, I guess, get into the lunchtime period today and a perfect way to end the show uh, for many of us. Um, so uh, thanks once again, Jing, for coming on today and really uh, helping us set the vibration for the spiritual tool of food um, to our body and actually help us, I, I guess, in, in more ways than just uh, physical, um, as we were explaining today. So thanks once again for coming on. Oh, thank you very much for allowing me to share this with you and everyone who's listening. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, another um, another show done in the awareness marketplace. And until we meet the next time, I, I ask you to keep your vibration high and maybe practice a little bit of mindful eating um, along the way and see 
just be aware of what the differences is. Okay, until we meet again in the Awareness Marketplace, this is Mike Daly uh, signing off. Bye-bye. Walking around, coming to the sound, forget your down. Thanks for joining us for the Awareness Marketplace. Michael Daly will be here next weekend with another great guest. Tune in every Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We hope you'll enjoy the coming week. Comes a time when you look around and you see the ocean waiting for Showing no surprise